This appears to be the first time a drug company is suing a state for attempting to use their product in an execution, although the sedative midazolam has been used more than 30 other times to carry out a death sentence. Midazolam is one of three drugs that make up the cocktail in the execution plan for death row inmate Scott Dozier. It's the first time any state is using this combination of drugs and the first time Nevada is using the sedative midazolam. The sedative that had traditionally been used, sodium thiopental, was taken off the market. Uh, and uh, since then, states have been looking for other drugs, and many of them settled on a drug called midazolam. Hiyaw! Info Ninja. Welcome back to the dojo, everybody. Thank you for allowing me deep inside your ears again. It is a pleasure and it's an honor that I see that you are sharing the show. I love it. It means so much to me. This last episode, you guys really shared it a lot. Thank you for doing that. Right now, share it with the tallest person in your life. I've got a guy I know who's like six foot 11. If you got one of those natural giants in your life, and even if you don't, let's say the tallest person you know is like six foot two. Send it to the tall people right now. Let's get the Info Ninja show to them. But seriously, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing the show. It is a big reason that I keep doing this. So thank you. If you listen to yesterday's program, I mentioned the fact that when I was on vacation last week, there were a couple big stories that popped up and I went, oh man, I would definitely cover these, but somebody's going to hit them before I get a chance to come back. And it didn't happen. Now, I can't say that I'm necessarily surprised because that's what I do on this show. I try to provide content that you're not getting everywhere else, or at least a take on it that you're not getting from everybody else. But the mainstream media hiding stuff, that's no big surprise. But these are like major stories. Now, this one is international news. And maybe that's the reason we're not hearing about it here. But it definitely is being suppressed because it's not popular and it's about COVID. So let's do something unpopular and let's talk about COVID. This one comes out of Australia. Good day, mate. Well, bad day, mate, after you hear what I have to say here. So Australian politician Craig Kelly, who is, from from what I can tell, he's the director of the United Australian, like their version of the Republican Party, something like that, really doesn't matter, but he's a politician in Australia, and he was looking over the UK death data from 2020, and he came to a shocking shocking realization and it's being called the crime of the century that's the way it's being touted in the australian media and this doesn't even directly involve the aussies the australians it actually involves the uk and their death data but this is beyond interesting this should be investigated this could potentially be criminal at the very best at the very best it is incredibly sad and negligent At the very worst, this could be genocide. Government-run, government-sponsored genocide. The result of a long-time-held belief in the liberal, socialized medicine community. And we're going to get to that. So it all started when uh, Mr. Kelly was looking over the data from April of 2020. This is the COVID death data amongst all of the United Kingdom. And if you remember correctly, and this is the reason that Mr. Kelly was looking at it, a lot of decisions as it relates to the response to COVID were made based on the deaths that occurred 
in 2020. Now, unfortunately, that was like the first wave, right? It killed a lot of elderly people. Very sad. Most of the people being hospitalized at that point in COVID, April of 2020, were elderly people. If you know anything about the history of socialized medicine and how the liberals feel about it, they feel that it's the idea that there are limited resources and that we should not be spending those resources on elderly people because they're going to die. If an elderly person that is 75 years old has cancer, why do they need an operation to get rid of that cancer? Because they're probably going to die in 10 years anyway. Let's take those resources and use them on a 10-year-old that needs a cancer a cancer operation. That's how socialized medicine works. That's not how medicine works in this country. That's fantastic. Everybody gets care. There's not limited resources, but that's the way it works in the UK. And they always say, no, 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 there's never going to be a genocide of old people. We're not going to do that. That's kind of a liberal wet dream, more of a nightmare than anything else, but it's not going to happen. Okay. Okay. Well, explain this. So that those deaths that occurred in April of 2020 were almost all exclusively old people and especially those deaths that were occurring in hospitals. Yes, you had your morbidly obese people, but really at that point, the most affected group were the elderly. COVID apparently went through the care homes, as they call them in the UK, or nursing homes, as we call them here, and just wiped people out. Remember what happened in New York, right? New York. We need to have another look at what happened in New York, and that's going to make more sense after you hear the rest of what I have to say. But this this should be, at the very least, upsetting enough to the level where we should be investigating. But hear what I have to say. So the early stages in April of 2020 caused all this fear. All these deaths started to cause this fear, and we started to pass these, these quick legislations, these quick changes in policy. We didn't really pass anything, but all of a sudden there were these emergency powers, and people's freedoms were being taken from them. Their cash was being taken from them via their livelihood. They, they couldn't work. Their businesses had to be shut down. And our cash as taxpayers was taken from us to fund a vaccine that nobody really wanted and that apparently we may not have really needed. Now, we know in the long term that nobody needed that shot. I'm yet to hear a success story with the COVID vaccine, but that's not what this episode is about. It's about the fact that all of this fear based on these deaths, these apparent COVID deaths from April of 2020 caused these changes where Things started to become more authoritarian and we started to be controlled and we started to have our money flow to all these places without our consent. It was based mainly off of the deaths that were occurring in April of 2020. And again, we're talking about the UK here, but this was very true in the United States as well. Maybe not necessarily the same deaths, but maybe they were. We're going to see. So Mr. Kelly was looking at the chart of the deaths that occurred in April of 2020, and each day is plotted out with a little dot on the chart. And if you connect all of those dots together, it kind of looks like a mountain range. If you've ever seen this before, like a, a data sheet with different points on it that have been connected via lines, it kind of looks like the side of a mountain range, kind of like a Bob Ross mountain range. Well, he was looking at that mountain range and then he, those are COVID deaths that occurred in April of 2020. And then he started to look at another mountain range. And this wasn't a chart that had the plotted points of the COVID deaths that occurred throughout the month. This was a plotted point of a certain drug that was used throughout 
April of 2020. You see, in socialized medicine, limited resources, right? They keep track of everything that gets used. So they have a chart with how much toilet paper got used, and they have a chart with how much antibiotics have been given out, and this is a medicine that the state is paying for, so they're keeping track of it. And the name of this medicine is, and I'm going to spell it for you, M-I-D-A-Z-O-L-A-M, Midazolam. This is a drug that is primarily used for palliative care. Palliative care is end-of-life hospice care. When someone's dying, they use this drug to kind of ease them into the afterlife a little easier. It pretty much just kind of knocks them out, takes away the pain, kind of like morphine, and they sort of drift away. When you give this to somebody, if they're close to death or things are not going well with their heart, they're probably not going to wake up from them getting this. It's a favorite amongst the end-of-life community. And these nurses, hospice nurses, are fantastic people. If you've ever met these end-of-life nurses, they're a different breed of people. They're fantastic. So this is nothing negative about them. But if you look at the chart of deaths for April of 2020 and you look at that mountain range and then you look at the use of this drug in April of 2020, it's the same mountain range. Say what? They line up at the 90th percentile. So what does that say? That says that the COVID deaths that occurred in April of 2020 in the UK were not because of COVID. Because if you look at the chart of people admitted with COVID and then the deaths, it's not the same chart. But if you look at the chart of people that died from COVID and then the use of this drug, it's exactly the same. So COVID didn't kill them. This drug killed them. It was reported as a COVID death, as a way to ramp up fear and take rights and take control over society as a way to get cash to make a new vaccine. It was all touted as COVID deaths, but it wasn't COVID deaths. It was end of life care drug deaths. You can't tell us that everybody that died from COVID also got this drug. All of them, that is genocide. This happened in their nursing homes, in their care homes, in the 90 percentile matching. So 90% of the people that died from COVID were given this end of life drug. This is disgusting. Like I said, at the very best, it is negligence and some very bad choices. At the very worst, this is genocide of the elderly occurring in the UK. Sounds eerily familiar to what happened in New York. Do you remember Governor Cuomo being accused of killing all the elderly because he stuck them all in nursing homes and COVID came through and killed them all? I wonder how many of them were given things like midazolam. I wonder how many of them just died of COVID, but maybe COVID isn't what killed them. It was the ventilator that killed them, or it was the lack of this treatment that killed them. How many people could have actually been saved if we would have done things right and not politically? So I think what needs to happen is we need to check charts. If you had a loved one who died from COVID, is it too late to ask for their chart? If it's been a couple years, can you still see their medical chart? And let's see if they were given end-of-life drugs. Let's look at those nursing homes in New York. Let's look at those charts and let's see if they were given end-of-life drugs. Let's see if the Bob Ross mountain range and COVID deaths just so happened to line up in those situations. These people are sick. This story is is gross. 
I'm sorry you had to hear it, but you need to know the truth so that you can tell the truth. Hi, yow! Info Ninja. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo tonight under fire and investigation. The emperor has no clothes in the state of New York. The FBI and U.S. Attorney's Office in Brooklyn now looking into how his administration handled nursing home deaths. After a top Cuomo aide said it delayed releasing the data, fearing it would be used against us by the Trump administration. My administration created the void. And that I feel bad about. Last month, the state attorney general revealed the administration underreported those deaths by some 50 percent. And families blame the administration for sending more than 9,000 COVID patients from hospitals to nursing homes in the early days of the pandemic. He needs to be held responsible. New York, New York. 